Hello and welcome to Pocket Monster Radio. We here at PMR cannot guarantee clean, family-friendly content. So, to all those neat kiddos who have found us, we appreciate the listen. But please check back in when you're older. Hopefully we're still doing this thing. Now, enjoy the show. Well, 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 if it isn't a lost Pokemon, or a lost Pocket Monster Radio, we're back. We found our way back to the the uh, microphone. That was so, so smooth. I know. Kudos to you, Steven. Yep, and I said it exactly the way that I meant to say it. Um, wow. Yeah. On, on your it first was, gal? Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. For the listeners, that was his eighth try. Yep. Uh-huh. Eighth. Exactly. Um, uh, but my name is Stephen Weber. Joining me today is Ken Kinemeyer. Hey, I'm second. And Carl May. Hi. It has been uh, substantially longer than I intended for our first break to be. Life be like um, that sometimes. Yeah, the thing about uh, lifting up on the, the gas pedal of life is the uh, car doesn't slow down. Um it just keeps going again flawless execution on that that was a beautiful beautiful uh it just keeps metaphor yes well thank you, well, thank you. i think welcome. you're being sarcastic yes as you can tell by me gesturing i, th- of I thought of i hat. think that is a i think that is a fine one sir it's as fine as this wine i'm drinking am i uh-huh. right all right shut the fuck up so carl how are you regretting that this is my week where i decided not to drink uh except for once a week so uh, i get you to, have to deal with us yeah or, or deal with people who thing happening drink. today uh no don't date uh, halloween we, we recorded this months ago <laughs> halloween was a awful awful long night i'm excited for halloween that has yet to happen <laughs> as it is september yeah, and it's a happier time for all of us. But no, I stayed up till three thirty on Halloween night. Do you um, plan on staying up till three thirty on Halloween yeah, night? Yes, and then waking up at eight. So Yeah, um, I uh why did you do that? I was at a friend's family party. There was like ten of us and she, everyone was just like, Yeah, keep going, keep going, and I'm just like, I'm tired. Can we go home? No. Sounds okay. fucking awful. Like under normal world life, that sounds fucking awful. In COVID, when I've been in bed by hey, don't eleven, date us. I would I would be thrilled to date you, but I'm taking uh, taken already. Good one. Um, Thank you. Uh, but, uh, I, think I am the- recording from home today because we had a tragedy in the uh, studio. Oh, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> the I was like, ceiling I you... fell in. <laughs> I was wondering um, why your office looks so different. It's because you're in your office. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> I'm not at the studio. studio. Um, yeah, uh, the uh, the roof at the studio is leaking, and um, uh, we had we had uh, there's there's now all LED lights in the studio, which is nice. 
Well, because um, Duke came in and replaced them for like half off the labor or something like that. Um, well, that that's the issue with the studio is it's so structurally unsound from how many times we've brought the roof down with our nice, high quality nice, nice, <laughs> nice. episodes. But uh, it's like it's like a it's a two layer roof because like our office is inside of like a warehouse, so like the warehouse roof was leaking onto the just like the top of um uh the the like um roof tiles basically or ceiling tiles basically there's a couple layers there but like there's not much there and then like it it built up and then all just in the middle of the uh the table we use to record it's just all over the place. Um, but the guys who were doing the lights found it and they unplugged all my shit. So hopefully well, nothing. I haven't checked if anything's actually dead yet. Um, question but, uh-huh. with the Answer. roof and ceiling replacement and fixes. Um, mm-hmm. Are they going to make it straight fireproof? Because how good this content is. Guys, like we said, it's been a long time since we've done this. <laughs> They're that not was, all going to be great uh, plans. I don't even. Okay, that yeah. lovely. Um, <laughs> that was quite a lot. Oh, thank you very um, much. But uh, we now have DLC, um, which is going to be our quick ball. Today's quick ball is the Crown Tundra DLC. Um, all three of us have played it um, extensively. Uh yeah, just tons. Carl has actually played it a sufficient amount to have a full opinion. Kenny and I, Kenny, you were now further than me, I think. Yes, yes, um, but it's not my fault. I uh, about a week and a half ago, yeah, Kenny made a big mistake. I hold on, hold on. You, you said it's not my fault, and you said about a week and a half ago, I. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting to why it's not my fault, Carl. <laughs> As, as through as an you action from, that you made, you caused an issue. As you know from twelve years of friendship with me, gentlemen, um, nothing's ever my fault, and I always have an excuse. Um, Pretty true. I told Lindsay I had plans for a night, and the plans were like ordering Indian food or something like that, and then uh, I think it was Chinese food actually. Uh, I discovered Dan Dan noodles, which are delicious. Mm, um, <laughs> and the extensive plans I had for us was making her play 90 minutes of Breath of the Wild. And in the past, when I've sat her down to play video games, it's never gone well, um, except Tony Hawk Pro Skater, because that had a little bit of nostalgia factor for her. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, Does I have used to video- listen to the ska music all the time. No, but now I'm working that angle, too. Um, And now I get to play my Switch about five minutes every three weeks because she's doing great. Don't get me wrong. She uh, killed the Lionel on top of the uh, Zora domain on her second try. Um, She beat Ruta yesterday. She's killing it. She's killing it. So um, I don't get to play Pokemon DLC too often. So I left work at 3.30, which, yes, thank you. I'm employed again. Um, 
and left work at 3.30, hope nobody noticed, and shoved two hours of game time in before recording. Yeah, nice. Great. I've been doing a lot of um, home projects and stuff, and I just I have not played much. Um, though I don't have too much of defense because I have been playing Master Chief Collection a decent amount. Um, I thought you didn't have much defense because somebody repeatedly used tail whip on you. <laughs> nice. Guys, I'm sharp as ever. <laughs> yeah. And then I've been streaming more and more. So indeed. Given, you should, you should stream Pokemon. I know. I haven't streamed Pokemon at all. Yeah. I just don't want to yeah, stream Yeah, I suggested so that the day before uh, the DLC dropped, Carl. Thanks and then for, he uh, didn't do it. Yeah, I know. Thanks yeah. for uh, supporting the brand. I streamed with a potato chip instead. Like Grippos? Uh, I think it was Lace that night. <laughs> I, I used to take Grippo seasoning, and for all you non-Cincinnati listeners of ours... You're talking is... too loud, and Jitsi muted you. <laughs> yeah. No it, well, it, it, like, it like dropped your volume. Whoopsies. For all you... Uh, <laughs> non-Cincinnati listeners, this conversation won't make sense to you at all whatsoever, but I used to take Grippo's seasoning and shake it into a bag of baked Lay's and it made a very good chip. Grippo's seasoning is just, it's barbecue seasoning. Um, but better, and it's, it's got a little it's, bit of kick to it. It's, it's really darn good. Um, I don't know of any, uh, I don't know what to equate it to in the, in the junk food at large. Um, just imagine the best barbecue chip you ever had and make it just a kick spicier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but general reactions to the... Oh, it's going to be spoilers. Um, even though I haven't gotten all the way through it, Carl has. Um, I haven't gotten all the way all the way through it. I'm still catching legendaries, which is like, I need to do that. Then I get to the... Post- I'm sorry. Carl's 98% of the way through. Sorry, he's not all the way all how the much, way through. How much more plot is there? Uh, I haven't because I have to beat all like do all the legendary quests. I can't do the like double battles and stuff with the different trainers at the end. Okay. Oh, gotcha. so this is probably skipping way forward, but the whole double battle tournament thing is after legendaries. Yes, yeah, so I'm pretty sure. I haven't tried because I also still haven't beat the uh, Isle of Armor. What? I just didn't like the Isle of Armor. Oh, really? Yeah. Have we talked about the Isle of Armor on the podcast? Yeah. I can't remember who was on the episode. Probably you, Sean, and Mark. Possibly. As we referred to it, the B team. (laughs) Who's the A team? You're looking at it, baby. No, the A team is me, Carl, and Sean, because I don't have to edit anything. Why do you have to edit my stuff? (laughs) Because... Various reasons, but when it's me, Carl, and Sean, zero edits. So that's the A team. That's just like a you have bad taste situation. Uh, or maybe we stay on topic a little Wait, better. We don't say anything crass. Question. question. <laughs> I say crass stuff sometimes. Have you cut out every single time I've spoke the truth to the people? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You lie a shit ton. Every time you go on your Alex Jones tangents. Listen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is chemtrails are going to be the downfall of our democracy. Chemtrails melt steel beams. See, it wasn't the jet fuel. 
It was the chemtrail that followed it into the building. (laughs) And that's why I don't see the plane in the Pentagon. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. But so how did... How did you guys feel about the Isle of Armor before we get into the counter? Oh, <laughs> Isle of Armor? Um, yeah. It was a much better wild area than the wild area. Um, it's, it, the technical issues with the engine and the camera were glaring. Um, there were so many invisible walls that the camera couldn't go through. Um, and, I, and I've noticed this um, much more with Crown Tundra than Isle of Armor. Uh, the going from where you can control the camera to where you can't is very difficult. And every time I walk out of the building, I end up walking immediately right back into the building. I think I, I think I've done that. Um, I have not done that at all. Um, I, the fact that there are no trainers is horribly disappointing. Well, that was um, the way in Crown Tundra, right? Other than like, yeah, it's the way in both. It's in the way in both. There are even fewer people in Crown Tundra than Isle of Armor, and Isle of Armor had next to no one. Um, I, there's I, no trainers that you battle. Um, I will say I liked uh, Crown uh, Isle of Armor uh, as far as the plot and story goes. Uh, Ursafu made its way onto my team, and I like it a lot. Um, I have the fighting dark one, but I, I thought the plot was fine. I liked all the NPCs that you met. Um, I really liked the old, uh, mustard. Uh, I hate his name though. I just hate guy. the word mustard. So it's not, you, you don't hate his name. You just hate the word mustard. Yeah. Yeah. It's like for most people, if his name was moist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Only I'd I'd love that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I I I liked it. I liked that Hop played a part in it. Not that it was a major part. I liked that it was built around um, growing a bond with a Pokemon and stuff like that, and made feeling like your Pokemon following you was a big part of it. But I liked it. But uh, Crown Tundra is less engaging so far. I agree with your assessment of um, Isle of Armor. Um, Crown Tundra. Um, well, I did. I did fall asleep while playing it again. Um, I, I mean, that's a given. Whenever you play most fit games, though. Look, yeah, is this a is this a Steven sleep apnea? I don't sleep well. I don't thing, think or is it I, like I don't think I ever fell asleep while playing uh, Gen Five or Six. Um, or seven for I, that matter. I did I fall asleep while playing Gen three a lot, but I was reclined, which is also a problem with um, uh, Sword and Shield. It might be a contributing factor. I still haven't done my uh, scientifically sound study on whether uh, I'm more likely to fall asleep while playing um, Sword and Shield than I am like Black. Um, I, I think you just need to be standing when you play pokemon from now on like s- sitting back on a couch and i get sleepy um and yeah the, and the the turns take so goddamn long i it could also be because you're like you 
played it while sleepy a few times. So now whenever you play, your body's like, oh, it's about time to go to sleep. Because uh, that ha- that's happened to me a few times while playing some games where it's like, oh, I can, I'm in bed. Yeah, I can get, I, like, I get that hour. concept, but I don't know. I think I really think it's the length of the animations of the moves. You can turn them off. I want short animation. <laughs> like, because like every attack just like, it takes a long time compared to like the 2D ones where it's just like, boom, and the attack is done. Because instead it's like, powers up, swipes, camera shot, camera shot, camera shot. That's fair. And I feel like there's a bit of like processing time too. Minuscule, yeah. but enough. Yeah. Um, which is why Pokemon should just be in 2D. Um, I disagree. It's, it's so much better. It's so much, so much fucking better. Um, 2D on 3D. Hashtag 2D on 3D. All right, whatever. Um, is that what you're talking about? Uh, having to edit these episodes, like editing out. Yeah, all my hashtag kind of for 2D Pokemon games to be on the 3DS. Uh huh, and then the long sustained silence afterwards. Yeah, I mean, I will probably edit that out so that it's, <laughs> it looks like I got a better or like a laugh track there, like <laughs> <laughs> or get like a sound clip from episode three of one of the two of us saying, "Great idea." <laughs> what did we like say that a lot early on? No, no, but I'm sure at some point. Oh, great okay. Idea was that, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Comb through the episodes for uh, the and, reaction. As you're I editing want. it, you always like save up. You have a whole reaction bank. <laughs> so it's going to be like hashtag 2D on the 3D. Good idea, Steven. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, a, a fucking amazing idea, Steven. Tell us more. But... Sean's, Sean's going to go, wow. And he's not even on the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't remember what the fuck I was saying. I went off on a tangent. Uh, you fall um, asleep a lot, I which is what I did during that conversation. Um, well. <laughs> uh, my reaction to Crown Tundra, um, it's fine so far. I I like uh, Pooey or Poey or what's the Peony? Peony. Um, uh, I like him. His name is too similar from somebody from Sun and Moon. Though wasn't there a peony on? There's a Pony Island, P O N N I Island, I think. Let's see here, Sun and Moon NPCs. This is great radio. So while you do that, I'm actually going to say I actually enjoyed Crown Chandra a lot more than like uh, Isle of Armor for sure, and probably. Like most of the wild area in the main game, but you're a big catcher. Drink free filling noises. I apologize. I mean, yeah, I am a big capture guy, but the layout is actually a lot better. And see, I think the layout of Isle of Armor is better. I think I do. Yeah, really. Well, okay. the caves are better in Crown Tundra. Yeah, they actually did caves the, real well. The cave, it's one fucking one foot by one foot texture. In the no, it it's more than that. But there's there's no variation in any of the floor and wall in the caves in Crown Tundra. There's none. There's nothing. And it, 
One of my biggest gripes with Sword and Shield is just the fucking laziness in the naming of places. The tunnel to the top of the mountain is called Tunnel to the Top. <laughs> and like I in the main game, that. it was like in yeah, the main game, that. it was like Mine One and Mine Two or oh whatever. yeah, Gather Mine One, Gather Mine Two. It's a fucking stupid. yeah, and I like mean, it's still in, lazy. In an earlier game, that would be like Wellington Tunnel. And yeah, like, call it Gemstone Mountain or some shit. Yeah. Um, but now it's just a descriptor. Um, but like the descriptor, I hardly know her. <laughs> uh, feel free to dip into your reaction bank and get me some laughs there. Yep, I will <laughs> for sure. Not and, that uh, laugh, feel, feel free to edit that one out too. <laughs> um, but uh, it's the caves are really disappointing. Um, there's no visual I, clarity to them. I have no yeah, idea what direction I came in from. I I um, literally. Are you going to defend the texturing and the design of the caves, Carl? I'm going to defend like actually having a cave that wasn't linear as all. Fuck. It looks worse than Jabu Jabu's tummy. You I could run Star that Wars, on a so fucking N64. Uh, Steven, the Jitsi literally just muted you in parts of that because you were clipping Well, I um, am recording locally, so they Damn just it. got a they just got a peek. <laughs> Carl, um, this is this is I usually don't take issue with your apolog- apologetic views towards this game, but this is one step too far. You cannot defend these goddamn caves. I can defend that they actually have a decent layout where you actually have to explore the cave compared to, oh, but, I'm going to walk but, in a straight okay, line. But, I'm all right, there. Yes, it's not a straight tunnel, which is, which is good. The problem is it also does cave, not tell you where you are visually. It's, it yeah. looks the same. So you're saying if you go into a random cave, you'll be able to know where you are? No, you should know where you are in the cave. I mean, if you go into a cave... How likely are you like like if a you real get lost life in cave? cave? Yeah, yeah. I can say there's a stone over there. There was there's may, a slow lag tight there. There's a there's a I, uh, bats ne- roosting or whatever nesting whatever they do. May I speak in defense of the linear cave uh-huh. layout? Sure. Yeah. Just real quick, one point. When you only have two hours to play DLC, uh, to prep <laughs> to talk about it on something that gets distributed, um. I don't have time to go on the twists and turns. I saw that I was about to walk into a cave and it's like, fuck, well, I guess I'm keeping my right hand on the wall. And I just had the bike and just fucking (laughs) rode the wall the entire time. And um, a linear cave would have gotten me through it a lot faster. Probably would have been a couple more like unavoidable encounters, which was nice to avoid. But it's just that there's no visual identity to the cave. There's no... I mean, I had, a good, I, I had a good idea where I was, but I, I do see I your point. I had no where idea was, where I was. If there was stalactites or anything to make it more visually appealing, yeah. But the fact that they actually made it branching was really big for me. Carl, <laughs> it looks way worse than Kenny is getting um, uh, t- table service yeah. uh, with his Bottle wine. Service. Bottle service. Bottle service. Whatever. Ooh, such a pretty bottle. What is it? Seven Moons Red Blend, California, 2018. 
28th. Ugh. Such a good year. Was Full it? of fire. Actually, Full of fire. Actually, I'm pretty sure it was a fine year. <laughs> Is anybody ever going to drink 2020 blends? <laughs> Maybe. And, just, and get dysentery? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, eventually someone has to, right? I feel like it's just going to be avoided. And then in like, well, you know, the the normal things that sell every two years. Those are you're, just going to sell. With but every the, sip, the, longer, the longer term ones, they're probably going to be like kind of skipped a little bit. And then like extra long before they're opened. With every sip of a twenty a twenty twenty red blend, you're gonna have to roll a fortitude save. <laughs> Since yeah. I haven't been recording this, I've been uh, getting my nerdy uh, fill elsewhere and playing Pathfinder online. Oh, I'm uh, pretty sure you were doing that before we uh, stopped recording. It's also part of the reason why I haven't been on episodes. <laughs> Saturday records are just very daunting after five hours of sitting on microphone and headphones and thinking. Oh, is it? Uh-huh. Yeah. Eight hours of work. Eight and a half hours of work. Followed by I'm I'm employed too, Carl. Now. Now. <laughs> For two months now. <laughs> two months um, yesterday. All right. Car hmm. I'm okay. And I'm gonna go through that goddamn cave, whichever it's the the one further to the right. And I'm going to look for any visual identity at all to any floor, wall, or ceiling. Well, you're Not you right are now. hung up on texture. Uh I Be will say I'm that hung up. Texture is fucking game design. No, and I agree with you that it's lacking. What? Kenny, when you hold it up to your mouth, you do end up quieter. <laughs> Sorry. I, I know you're going for effect, but the uh the I'm not going for effect. I'm just tired of hunching. You all right talk whatever. Just do me, you. Me, me, me. You have to edit these episodes. <laughs> so um, I, I will say that the cave was kind of aesthetically nice that essentially I feel like how they made the layout is they made a cave with many paths interconnected and um, like branches off. And then they just took erasers to the connectors because you can kind of see across a bunch of gaps to another... Yeah thing and that was kind of cool uh frustrating again because i was trying to blitz through it um but i thought the cave layout itself was nice and being able to see like over vaulted areas of the cave was cool but i do agree that all of the caves are just plain blah yep um, yeah i mean i see where you guys are coming from with like more personality but i want more caves that are actually branching that are semi hard to get through. You know, I'm sure the but people. But it's also not hard episode, to get through. Yeah, the people listening okay. to this episode right now are going, "Wow, I came to listen about the DLC and what they thought about the plot and the new Pokemon, and they spent 25 minutes talking about the texture of the cave." It's a it's a fucking thing in the DLC, and you haven't played too much of the DLC, so it's like. 20% of your experience <laughs> that and it's just like horribly disappointing yeah it's not great like again you... this was a this was $15 of a $30 expansion pack <laughs> I expect $15 
you know, trickled out through all of it. And uh, in that included in that is me expecting that uh, caves have visual identity. So, what did we think about the plot? That's fine so far. I do. I love that. What's his face gets possessed to talk. Uh, you know, I'm I'm not about it. I really? Feel like Why not? Because one, it's a total invasion of privacy and yeah, whatever. Well. But what what Pokemon I are also with, like slaves. So <laughs> yes, but also I don't like that your character just witnesses it happen about five times and the dude just keeps going weird. I must have fallen <laughs> yeah, asleep. I, or, I don't love happened? that part. Like, okay. It's one thing to possess him without knowing one time. And then when he comes to the next time, be like, Oh, Hey there. Are you cool being a conduit to this Pokemon? Yeah, it lets I, us they, talk to it. It definitely should have been that yeah, rather than it, every time amnesia. And, or like yeah, if if he came out of it and went like, oh that was weird, but I mean I guess if it gets the point across, like obviously we're helping this thing. Okay, that's different, but it's I fell asleep in the snow. Yeah, yeah, that that no part was like. I think there was also a time where he was just like forcibly kidnapped and like spirited away completely. Yeah, it's really? like. Yeah, it's I'll meet you over there. And like this dude has no say that he's going over across the map to deal with a dangerous something or other. Yeah, it they definitely should have had yeah. They should have had well, a scene where where he comes to before um what the fuck is the thing's name? Calyrex. Calyrex leaves and they inter like he interacts with you and Calyrex and then agrees that like yes he can be a conduit for this discussion um being a conduit for a legendary pokemon that's awesome yeah that's all he had to say and then it would be solved or why couldn't it just talk directly to you and there'd be one speech box saying i'm able to communicate with you telepathically yeah that is also I mean, I thought... a, a plot hole <laughs> Yeah, like originally, originally it was like I can't talk to you because I don't have my power. But as it regained its power, it's like, can you talk to me yet? No, you're kidnapping, straight up kidnapping. Yeah. Okay. I still like the mood it took, the um, visuals of him being possessed, um, the 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 sound designed around it. That is what I was really responding to. You've you've pointed out morality issues with it. <laughs> yeah, that aside, the possession look looks kind of fun. Um, I, I, it's a weird. Th I love that his hat goes back. That's what I was just about it's, to comment it's on. Like why? But who cares? It's funny. Like I'm cool the hat flying off because like you're being possessed and like jolting to the position, but the fact that it's connected to your backpack in just the right way that it can flop right back onto you seems problematic is it wait is it connected to his backpack i just thought that it was like no just because opening up his he brain snaps back it flops right back onto his head yeah i know that huh i'll, I'll sure watch the animation wasn't doing that for him just like here put your hat back on i don't think calorix yeah. gives a fuck calorix does seem a little selfish 
Oh, definitely. Um, which, um, Shellfish? No, no, I think that's Shellfish. more Slow King. <laughs> Thank I, you. Thank you. I feel like this story arc for Calyrex, which is like, oh, everyone hates me. Oh, wait, no. Uh, it's just because I haven't helped them. Or I forgot that uh, I need to help them for them to help me or something like that. Yes. Uh, well, like... It, it's. It's essentially the storyline of a girl who ghosts the guy and then says, why did you stop talking to me? <laughs> or why'd you forget about me? Or a guy who ghosts a girl. Let's start. Okay, that's fair. A Fine. person who Fine. ghosts another person. There we go. Because I was about to say a guy who ghosts a guy. Fair. I mean, all of these are applicable. Yes. Kenny was only speaking from his point of view. There. Um, uh... Yeah, Agreed. I mean to be agree. To that. be honest, I uh, when you go into uh, see the legendary Pokemon or the legendary seed you uh, get, like in the castle, Calyrex actually explicitly says uh, it knows that I have sentimental memories here, uh, and it's like living here because it wants to make me suffer or something. Woof! Wait, what? Who I didn't says catch that? that. Uh, Calyrex about like he said all my steed is made residence up in my old in our old house because it knows that I don't like that place because it me and him are no longer friends or something did you do the ice one or the ghost one Carl ghost one okay I wonder if the text was more nefarious with the ghost one than it was with the ice one because I did the ice one it might have been yeah I did the ice one um I, I remember Calyrex said something about not going up there because he was worried about getting caught in his nostalgia. But yeah, I could have sworn there. Like, I remember that, and I could have sworn like possibly right before you battle him when you're like setting everything up. He's like, uh, I can't believe he made this, this made it his home, and is trying to torture me or something. Gotcha. And I sat there like, are you sure it's not just there? I'm almost certain that the story is actually it was waiting there for him to come back and actually become friends with it again. Yeah, no, that's kind of fucked up. I, I don't remember reading that, but then again, I also was going through it as fast as humanly possible. Okay, reaction to the steeds. I they kept it under wraps. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was so surprised about. Like, granted, it's DLC, so it's not like you could have been data mined beforehand, like a lot of uh, Sun and Moon and a little bit of Sword and Shield was. Right. Um, and I, I was legitimately surprised that they kept it under wraps. And I don't think I saw anything about it until I was looking through various uh, publishers of Pokemon articles trying to figure out when it was available since it released late and yeah i I was like they mentioned the steed and then i was presented with the carrots and i was like wait i have to make a fucking decision yeah it's not ready for that um did did either of you look up the steeds before deciding yes because i'm not gonna fucking commit to a legendary without knowing what it looks like agreed (laughs) agreed i did not i was just like do i want a ghost type or an ice type I'm not a big fan of ice type, so I went for a ghost type. Yeah, but See, one of them I'm, looks a good bit the cooler. The ice than type the other. looks way better. You're right, Steven. 
Um, and I really like ice type, but they just need to do something to make it. They, they need to change the effectiveness next generation on ice type to give it some yeah, more. It could, help. It could need some help. Like give it resistance to water or something. Is it like give it the grass? Uh, it may be. I don't know. But um, I mean, it has four super effective flying ground dragon and grass. Yeah, it's just defensively. It's a sucky type. But I, I really like ice. I like having something that is dual type with ice. I always enjoy those Pokemon. Okay. Do we know how you can get the shinies for it? Because the Glastrier shiny is just slightly different, but also way cooler. Well, and I want it. So, and I will spend several hours soft resetting my game. It's it's ice is just like a slight purplish pink hue to it. And you're hung up on the design is looks different. Yeah. I think it's just because the two pictures are different. The two pictures are different. Well, I'm more looking at like the eyes and cuz and you are eyes. correct. Serbi's pictures are not from the same like source. But the um, the eyes are white, and there's like white trim, at least on the Cerebi one, for the shiny. Um, yeah, I, I think you're hung up on solely the position of the shiny one is better than the position of the no, regular no, no. one. I'm, I'm looking at mostly the face, but I'm also, let's go to Bulbapedia because it's better than Cerebi. But Bulbapedia also uh, updates slower, so it might not be on there. Yeah, well, that's because they don't suck Nintendo's dick so hard. I mean, maybe they could shell out a little bit. Um, so, okay. I'm not like super... I, yeah, I actually kind of am anti <laughs> Um. So, back to the plot. I was... We all knew that cell effects was a thing. Uh, what do you think of cell effects as a Pokemon itself? All right, go ahead. Ignore everything I just said. Cerebi just has two pictures of the same thing, and they just look different. There is no shiny. Olvipedia okay. doesn't have it, at least. Anyway, go on. I mean, they have a shiny of uh, the other one. Do they? This uh, isn't an interesting Spectre. conversation. I'll cut. Okay, I'll cut it. Go on. <laughs> but... So it's our fault you edit these? <laughs> no, that one's my fault. So what do we think of cell effects? Like what is as cell a effects? Pokemon. Celerex s- or whatever? Cal- Calyrex. Sorry. Oh, Calyrex. Okay. Like I said, I played two hours of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was just like, there is no Pokemon called Celerex. Um, it's a cool Pokemon name, though. We should uh, trademark it real quick. It's... I don't like his personality, but like it's an interesting idea to be able to like tame a poke tame a different Pokemon and stuff. What I found interesting with the plot, and I know this is kind of tangentially related to the question I just asked to stir conversation. Um, it made it seem like whichever carrot you chose. 
like Salifex was, oh, you're right. It was a nice type Pokemon. Or, oh, you're right. It was a ghost type Pokemon. It wasn't like a, I had two horses or there are two horses. Which one was mine or anything like that? It made it seem like you just luckily picked the right one. Yeah, he was. It seemed like he had Alzheimer's where <laughs> uh, he was like, oh, that's right. I do, did have to give him a flower for them to make the uh uh, reigns of bond or whatever bonding reigns uh reigns of unity reigns of unity come on carl i played this for two hours <laughs> like put down my controller 10 minutes before recording scarf down some pulled pork and broccoli and then hopped on that sounds good it was really good i'll send you the recipe get a pressure cooker do you have a pressure cooker i do not back to pokemon so uh, I, I I did find it weird that it wasn't like like there was no juxtapositioning of the horses. It was just oh yeah, there's a horse in you essentially rewrite history based on the choice of where you pu- plant a fucking carrot seed. It is weird. Yeah, it it's is super weird. weird. So, but um, outside, uh, is there anything else to talk about as far as uh, Calyrex and the horses? The only other comment I have is that the uh, ice move, Glacial Spear, or whatever it is, that is the signature move of the ice horse. The animation's really cool. And from what I can tell, it's a really fucking good move. So, um, other than that, I don't have anything else to say on Calyrex and his horse. I, it's God. shiny locked, so okay. Ignore so, everything I've said. They will probably release a shiny version of it eventually, but yeah. So for uh, myself, I really actually enjoyed like having to go and do these different things to advance the plot of it, and not not like go to a place. Oh, look, there's a legendary catch it. I just, I'm. The one thing I wish about this is that the it was spread out through a whole game. Um, what to your point there? What I disliked is that it was go from the city to point A, talk to somebody, go right back to the city, go to point B, barely interact with something, go back to the city, and then it was go like through the cave and stuff, but. If the one thing I hate is just walk to this spot or even fly to this spot. If you've been to this spot and talk to somebody and then go back to home base, not like, like breath of the wild. If you go somewhere, you're going somewhere to interact with something and that location has its own situation that makes it worthwhile to be at that location. It's not go talk to this person, which I felt happened a time or two in the story. Yeah, it there's, definitely... but there's no locations with identities. There's the graveyard. Yeah, the two there's trees. there's a lot of like different areas which I enjoyed, but the uh, that's why I said I wanted wanted to be spread out through the whole game as a side quest instead of like its own. Like, if you could have started this in the main area in the main world and like. As you're going through, it's like, oh, I found this clue. I can go back and try and do something else. 
or wait and hold off on it. Like a lot of JRPGs do where it's like, okay, there's going to be an overarching side quest. You don't have to do it, but if you do it, you get something special. Yeah. And I mean that, I guess that's just the nature of it being a post game DLC, which granted you can download this at the beginning of your game, but you're still not going to do it. Like as you progress on the story, because it is a separate map onto itself. But you could do it before it and then yeah. end up with extremely powerful Pokemon. Yes, but it would be so hard to catch it. Also, sorry. It's a no, uh, it's a hundred percent catch rate when you do the um the uh um um uh adventures, Dynamax adventure things. Oh yeah. Okay, we, that's we, fair. And they do hand you a master ball right at the beginning of that. Yeah. Um, what I didn't like is that it forced you to catch um, Calyrex. Calyrex, because it literally, like right before you went into the battle to catch it, it was like, I can do so much good for this town and bring back their harvest and essentially bring them back from the brink of total economic collapse. Or you can catch me and I can be your buddy. And it was like, I'd rather you just be the guardian of the city and not sit in a fucking computer box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so my first time going through it, the catch rate was so hard. And my biggest beef with the um, DLC is there's no point interacting with Pokemon in the wild because you can one or two shot all of them, no matter what Pokemon you send out, type effectiveness or otherwise. Because I'm dealing with a party of 92 to 77 right now. 77 being the two new Pokemon I added to my party. And you're le- you're, they're level 92. My Flapple is. Jesus. Uh, I never bothered getting anything above 80. Yeah, but you see, Steven, the... you can't turn off the fucking XP share <laughs> in this true. game. Yeah. And so just some of my Pokemon getting... are a little higher than what I would like them to be. I know, well, and also you just like kind of played more in general um, than yeah. I did. So, but I went through and I went down to my last Pokemon. Uh, and while I was on my fifth Pokemon, I was still throwing. I probably went through... 20 high 20s amount of ultra balls and wasn't catching it um and then my last one to go out was dreadnaw who would be a little weak to ice and so i was like okay i'll just knock it out and then dreadnaw uh, being weak to ice does water rock does uh what well, does that make it neutral yeah i, I think so I uh no i think it's okay like uh Rock is strong against ice, and ice is only strong against ground, and which I think you're confusing rock and ground. Um, I mean that wouldn't be. Uh, oh wow, it is resistant to ice. Interesting. Um, well, I was wrong with my thought that process then. Uh, but I sent out Dreadnought. I'm like, ah, fuck this. And so I just used Rock Slide and knocked it out. But it's not fun to battle it because one shot brings it down to high red, low orange. And then what are you going to do after that? I mean, 
plan if you're planning on catching you have a false swipe or something in your party but it's just not fun to play that and the catch rate was so low and i finally decided okay i'm cool not catching this and then it just forced me right back into the battle yeah i mean i knocked it out like four times while trying to just get itself low yep but and and i mean i'm sure that's just a drawback to playing at high level like with a high level party but unless you have a designated catcher like i've started with all the legendary catching carrying around a bisharp with me that has thunder wave and false light but i mean it's just not fun that way my uh my scyther that has false swipe is called false swither that's pretty good and so i know that it's the false swipe one when i'm looking through <laughs> so i don't normally do nicknames but like i want it easily discernible that it has false swipe that's pretty good yeah i mean i would love it if like legendaries they did the same as dynamax battles almost where after you beat it you can catch it compared yeah. to oh lower itself to as little as little as possible without knocking it out and then hope that you don't uh either lose all your pokemon or it goes to struggle like three pokemon. why do why does an 11 year old and granted i know these 11 year olds are always heroic iconic figures by the end of the game but why does this 11 year old need to restore this legendary pokemon whose lack of existence has crippled an entire society why does he need to have this pokemon sit in its bench or in its boxes or go off to another fucking city or region or what have you like that city is going to collapse because the absence of this Pokemon whose whole story arc was restoring it to power. So this society doesn't collapse. Why does that Pokemon force you to go with it? Why can't you just leave I mean, on amicable, amicable terms? Who says the society will collapse though? Because uh, throughout that whole arc, it also showed like it only needs to use this power briefly and be like, the fields are grown or and oh look here's a flower in five seconds but this is the problem that pokemon has always had with legendaries where they're supposed to be like out doing a job and then ash or your trainer shows up and is like nope get into my fucking pokeball and spend the rest of your life and bills for you see and then like are they just not doing their job anymore yeah, and, and the ones that are directly tied to sun or water or time. Yeah, or I was going to say space or time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, like all the all of what they've been doing for the past millions of years. Nah. Yeah, no, I, I <laughs> don't, would don't appreciate. No I think I would appreciate a new... Um, path for pokemon where it gets back to your bad guys are mobsters like team rocket where there's still a serious threat but it's not a world-ending threat and the legendaries are pesky birds that are in a power plant or an ice cave or a volcano or mewtwo is a genetically engineered he's a big threat but he's not going to destroy the world 
it's much like I think Spider-Man movies. He should be taking down a street level villain instead of a world ending threat. I, I personally, I'm going back to your comment on, I mean, I agree that is actually better in my opinion, maybe a region threatening uh, threat, but not like space and time. But going back to your comment about uh, the uh, like the as it gains power, the village doesn't change thing. Oh, well, about uh, Calyrex leaving. Yeah. Well, as you resource power, it doesn't do shit for the people. So the whole reason that the village is struggling is because it's shit won't grow because the bountiful harvest yeah. king is gone. Okay, cool. They have a resurgence for a season because he got his powers back, but he's gone then. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I, But I wanted to see, like, as he regained his power, the village change a little. Like, maybe a little bit more vegetation growing in their fields or something. Yeah. All I know about the village is that I want the hat and jacket that the old people old men wear the old deer stalker cap with it <laughs> flipped up on the side and then the coat with the fur collar showing i want that for my character and i know that with the dlcs you can get hops jacket and at my first available moment i will be getting hops jacket what, what shop is it in i i don't know yet i've gone to different shops and i can't distinguish anything as being because uh, there's Crown no shop dlc freezington or whatever yeah, it no. Might be the double battle area. Yeah, so I need to figure that out. I googled briefly, and it sounds like after you capture this, or after you go to this area and do this thing, talk to this person, and it'll be available in X Shop. That's the impression I've gotten off a quick Google search without enough research behind it. But uh, I, I do like the adventuring kit gear, uh, orange jumpsuit. I do like how that looks. Surprisingly. But um, I, I want more clothes. Customize, clothes customization is one of my favorite things in any video game period. That's why you should play Reach, because the armor customization is so fucking good. Yeah, but after you customize your armor and you look really cool, you're still playing Halo. Halo is good. No, it's not. It's good. Um, okay, so... <laughs> should we go over as the... Well, as, aspects of the DLC that we haven't touched on so far is the Reggies, the birds, and then just the Dynamax adventures or whatever they are. Yeah. And there's one more you don't know about. Oh, well, that's interesting. We'll save that one for last. Yeah. So, Steve, Stephen, have you caught any Reggies. of the birds or the Reggies? No, I've seen the birds in the game, but I already knew what they looked like. Mm -hmm. um, I like all of them, I think. I think I like all of them. Yeah, I think I like all of them. Yeah. What What is your all's favorite of the three? In a vacuum, oh, I'm gonna have to. Not like how it part. Not how it uh, impacts your team or anything like that. In a straight vacuum, which of the three birds are your favorite? Uh, I like Articuno. Interesting. Uh, I think I'm also going to go Articuno. I think Zapdos is my favorite of them. Uh, Zapdos is my least favorite. 
Zapdos is the one I got most excited for when I saw them in the announcement trailer. One, I love that they turned him into a non-flying bird. But I think his design is still my favorite. Does it not fly at all? No, I mean, it's still a flying type, but it's like ostrich based. Right, yeah. I I noticed it was mostly just running. So, I mean, it's fighting flying, which is also Hawlucha, which is one of my favorite Pokemon. Um, But I just, I really like Galarian Zapdos, and I'm bummed out that it does not fit in my team. It is a super cool color. That is a really nice color of orange. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, and, and I like then, how its talons are yellow and but um, I, I I I think Moltres is my favorite or my second favorite though. Yeah, like Zapdos is my second favorite. I think I think Moltres is my second favorite. It I, I mean I, obviously it's not just a copy of uh of um uh Firo? Wait, no, that's yeah. not right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Like uh the original Moltres was. I, I think um, it has a really cool, like, almost dragonish vibe to it. Yeah. Uh, in where the original Maltrace is very skinny, I think, and like sleek in that term. This one has much more curvature to it, and I really like it. But, and, I mean, and Articuno is fine. I don't dislike Articuno, but. I I think that I think the vertical posturing is just very cool looking. Yeah, yeah I I do I've, like that. It's also the one bird I've caught where I actually found it in the over overworld and it was doing some crazy ass shit, which I really loved. You can just stumble across them after you find them in the tree. They go out to random part like Articuno is in the count, uh, crown tundra. I forget who goes to the Isle of Armor and which one goes to the uh, mainland. But Zapdos to, has to be the one in the Isle of Armor. That's likely. But uh, then you have to go there and find. Oh no, it looks like it's Moltres. Interesting. But you have to go there into the wild area and just find them hanging out. So I would say. That my thing with the Articuno is that it is my least favorite when compared to its original form. Okay. Yeah, because, because Moltres is my least favorite of the original, but Articuno's design is just so, so good. And, and, and Zapdos is fine too, uh, depending on what artwork you get of it. But I think Articuno is the best looking of the original three birds. I think I would agree, but I just love I love the like pseudo mask that it has. Yeah. The vertical posturing. Can I tell you what it does in the overworld? Yeah, hit us up. Uh when I found it, it was like uh making almost clones of itself, going around in circles and like teleporting here and there. Oh, that's cool. Hmm. I was actually uh, talking to Steven and Becky when I came across it when we were, when uh, she was streaming. Yeah, when she was streaming, I said, oh my God, I just found this. And I was just like, I almost popped off there. I was like, this is so fucking cool. I almost popped off. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's so funny. Anywho, um, Why would you use that phrase? <laughs> so, Carl, you have caught Articuno then. Yeah. And then, Steven, you haven't caught any of the birds yet. No, I haven't. Hey, have you done any interaction with the birds at uh, all yet? The last, um, uh, well, I, I found them at their tree, and then they all went their separate ways. Gotcha. So, no, I, I have not I, followed them anywhere. I have yet to. I've, uh, to start on the Reggie's conversation, I have, uh, in, I think I encountered one of the new Reggie's, um, shrines or whatever really early on before i knew anything uh and i was like i don't have time to figure out this riddle or whatever and then i saved and went to bed uh today on my blitz the only thing i did after calyrax was i stumbled across reggie steel and um there are also new reggies yeah there's two new reggies i don't like either of them you have a podcast about pokemon how do you not know that there's two new reggies yeah but i do rely on the rest of you being more informed than me i don't know if you've noticed that dynamic so with the two new reggies you actually have to pick one you have to pick one oh i can easily pick one but i don't really like either of them so Um, you uh you have to catch all three other reggies and then the temp the their temple is like split in half for the dragon and the sunder electric type the electric oh, one looks like poop. See, it's terrible. I hate it. That's the issue. Is I think I like the dragon one more, but I, I decided before the DLCs came out that I would take my original team of six and add one or two new Pokemon each DLC to my team and just rotate somebody out. And uh, originally, my team had a Toxicity and. What else did I rotate out? Um, I got rid of Toxicity and something else out of my original championship team and added Ursifu with the dark fighting type and Slowbro Galarian because I kind of liked it. And guys, why don't you know my team better than I? Who else did I kick out of my team? I have no fucking I don't remember. idea. <laughs> You just, I remember you Mark just had, sent a picture of your team. What was it? Well, I sent a picture of my current team. team. Right, your current team. I have no fucking idea what you've been using before that. Listeners, tweet at me. <laughs> Guys, I'll get you an answer in two months. But, um, uh, yeah, you... Oh, you were, oh, Obstagoon. I got rid of Obstagoon, uh, too. Because Obstagoon and uh, Ursifu on the same team just wasn't going to work. Uh, and I like Obstagoon. I don't like Obstagoon's animation. I don't like how he just stands there like this. He has his arms his down arms. in the overworld. Yeah, which looks way better. Yeah, and I get does. that his whole thing is like, obs- like being an obstacle, which like crossing your arms, I guess. But I just don't like it. Um, and so I relegated him. Um, but I, I'm having a hard time deciding who is going to get the next axe. Uh, to fit somebody in my team. And I think it would be, if I could fit, ignoring my team, fit anybody onto it, it would be Galarian Zapdos. But I think it has to be one of the Reggies in order to fit the rest of my team. The four, or the people who would definitely stay are Sentry Scorch, Galarian Meowth, or uh, Berserker, Flapple, and... um, Slowbro. And 
so my my team just is so diverse in types, but they all overlap. So do I get rid of Flapple, who was probably my most hyped Pokemon going into Gen 8? Or do I... I don't know. I feel like one of the Reggies... Sorry, I was Googling for the Galarian Reggies. The What are your options? So I currently will have Firebug, Steel, um, Psychic Poison, Fighting Dark, and... Rock water. I needed. I I sent a picture of my team to you all. Um, I need. I need to kick one of them out for one of the Reggies or one of the um birds, and I don't know who to do. Who are you thinking of doing? Because uh, honestly, <sighs> most of what you just said fell out of my brain, despite me trying to um, hold on to it. I I think. <laughs> My Dreadnought is so, so, so good. Uh, and my Flapple is also pretty darn good and fills a need that nobody else does with its unique <laughs> typing. But I, 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 I can't I can't get rid of Ursifu, Berserker. And Soft Sentinel. Apple inside. Yes. So I would personally say if you're going for Galarian Zapdos, get rid of Dreadnought. But do you think a flying fighting is too much overlap with fighting dark? It might be a little. Because if if I'm getting rid of... Flapple kind of fills my flying role. I think it has acrobatics or aerial ace on it. Um, but, I mean, Flapple gives me grass dragon flying coverage. I don't know. I'm I'm struggling with this one. Well, you got plenty of time. I know. And the thing I like about uh, Reggie Elec, the, the electric Reggie, is it's the fastest Pokemon in the game. Really? It's, it's base it speed. It's also like the worst 200. designed Pokemon. It is 200. Game. I don't know. Reggie Elec gives me like a real Ben 10 vibe. I, and I don't really like Ben 10. <laughs> Ben 10 was one of my favorite like cartoons. It I watched does not I look like a cartoon. Reggie at all. I mean, neither of them really look like a Reggie. I think the other one is closer. I don't like the other one either, but I think it's closer. Which one do you like better? Do you like the dragon one better? Yeah, I like the dragon one better. Carl, which one do you like better? I think I like the electric one better. Initially, I think I liked the dragon one better, like when I saw it in the first trailer uh, and got pretty hyped about it. But I think I would go maybe electric. And I, I don't oh, know how funny. much of I, I'm trying to make it a purely aesthetic uh, decision, but it's hard for me to uh, get rid of my preference for the speed stat. In my bias. Is there a new version of Reggie Gigas or is that the same? Uh, Not right now. No, I I checked in on the Pokemon subreddit for the first time in a while, uh, a week or so ago. And one thing that a post that got really big was please give him a secondary or hidden ability because that's the only thing holding him back. That's his whole shtick is that he has slow start, which takes like multiple turns of shitty stats in order to get him to be a powerhouse. I think five right. turns. 
And so it was give him a hidden ability. So we had the option of making him viable. But I don't know. What what are your r- rank your Reggie's? What's your favorite Reggie to least favorite Reggie? Oh, like in total? Yeah. Out oh, of all six of them. Including Gigas? Yes. Um where are the pictures of all of them? Can I go first then? Yeah. Yeah, Carl go. Uh I will go Reggie Rock, followed by Reggie Gigas. Hey, Reggie Rock being your favorite? Yeah. Because I I just like the stone golem look and it actually like fits well. Like, okay, these are golems. This one is and most of the old like it's very prominent of just a stone golem. You don't really hear about steel or ice golems that much, so and then Reggie Gigas based on the design. Uh then probably Reggie Ice, Reggie Steel, Reggie Lucky, Reggie Drago. I hate your rankings. I mean, most people do. <laughs> or at least most of you guys do. I, I do like Reggie Rock. I don't think he's number one material, though. Yeah, definitely not number one. Steven, do you have yours figured out? All right, let's see. Reggie Steele, Reggie Ice, Reggie Gigas, Reggie Rock, Reggie Drago, Reggie Alecki. It's not even a good name. Yeah, I think the name makes me want to pump it, bump it down a peg or two. So I think I will go Reggie Steele. I guess Reggie Rock can have that high of a rating. Um, I think tied for third are the two new ones and Reggie Gigas. <laughs> Three-way three, tie. Three-way tie for third. This um, is just and, a ambivalence. And, and fuck Reggie Ice. What? I don't know. I don't hate Reggie Ice. I don't know. I'm so... It look, like it looks like an ice golem. All I know is whoever the artist is on DeviantArt that got circulated on Reddit that did all the different um, Reggie forms... All of his designs are way better. Let, let me hold on. I found it. Let me uh, give credit to the artist. Um, his signature is Nova, and it's uh, send a link to it to the group me. His Insta is V I N C E N Z O underscore Nova. So Vincenzo underscore Nova. Is he not? I mean, is is that a word in another language? I think it's a it's a form of Vincent in Nova. Okay. But I'm sending you right now a copy that has the poison Reggie, an air Reggie, or a flying Reggie, a ground Reggie, and a grass Reggie, and they look awesome. They look legitimately awesome. They yeah. don't look. I mean, like that's a totally different interpretation. Um, Reggie Sky does look like a um, a bladeless fan, and I don't know the blimp, and I like it. I don't know how I feel about that. That's my favorite one out of those. Really? 
I don't know. Yeah. I like poison and grass. Because the other ones look like elementals that you would see, like maybe, I mean, not exactly, but like similar to what you would see in like Magic the Gathering artwork. I, I have a really good question for you all based on this artwork. Uh huh. Does it make good audio content? <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. I try, that's why I tried to put descriptors in there. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or like, we can just on move Instagram. On. Yeah. Post a picture on our Instagram, maybe. Do we have an Instagram still? <laughs> I'm just yeah, kidding. Buddy. I'm just kidding. Um, so, Carl, you have caught what so far? I have of caught... Of the Reggies. Of the Reggies, I have just caught... Uh, I think it was Reggie... Reggie Rock, yeah. I was working on... I might have caught Reggie Steele or I might have gave up and took a nap on Sunday when I was at my parents' house. Wait, you don't were... remember if you caught Reggie Steele? Uh, I haven't caught Reggie Steele yet. Okay. To be to be fair, the catch rate on these mofos is way too low for having Pokemon that almost one-shot it. Yeah, it's way too low. I spend like 40 to 50 Pokeballs per like attempt. So we... I just... Which is also funny because I'm pretty sure one of my main complaints about um, Sun and Moon was how easy the catch rate on the legendaries was. Yeah, I think it was. But I've, like I've said before, I think uh, I've gotten, I've thrown like a shit ton of Pokeballs at different Pokemon and they end up killing themselves because they run out of PP. And I'm just like, I still have Pokemon left. Let me keep throwing Pokeballs. Yeah. But that is a you problem. It is. I am using Pokeballs. Because no one else is doing that. There are other people doing that. To be fair, I did. I did try to okay, catch there are Reggie plenty Steel of other people in doing a All of them ball. are dumb. If it wasn't for the time factor I was dealing with, I would have tried to um, catch Reggie Steele in a Premier Ball. But it just wasn't happening because yeah. I had to record in 15 minutes. There are also people out there who catch all their legendaries and Beast Balls. Which is ridiculous because it's even less percentage chance. And I have yeah. one Beast Ball. And that's stupid. I don't like any of these. What I do like is catching it in a quick ball. Yeah, that's all you do. But uh, Gen 8 seems to be determined to not let me do it. At least in a sensible way so far. Um, so. Well, you, you can catch all legendaries in whatever ball you want. But the roaming ones, I'm not that committed unless I know that I can save it while I can still see them. Yes, you can. Okay. Because like in previous generations, when there's a roaming Pokemon, you just run into it in the grass and you don't know you're going to run into it. Actually, I'm not sure about the birds. There are different roaming ones, though. Okay. There's other roaming legendaries? Yeah. Like what? Uh, that's the thing you guys don't know about. But well, lay it on us, Carl. I didn't We're know if you wanted to. Spoilers. I didn't know if you wanted to do the Dynamax stuns before. Audience, Are it's coming to you. Let's hear it. Uh, sure. so doesn't matter. Uh, you can find the three musketeers. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, and you, f- I really like how you find them. You have and to go like, roaming, or uh, so to find them, you actually have to go around uh, the crown tundra and look for clues on like where they are. Is this this footprint bullshit I'm looking into? Yeah, that's the footprint stuff. All right, that's actually better than how you find them in black and white. Yeah, like <laughs> again, if this was like strewn go like throughout the game where you like it's not i hate that as footprints personally but uh because initially when i found the first footprint i thought it was for calyrax because it was just two little dots yeah and he's got the two little gimpy legs so yeah it's uh it's for the musketeer musketeer trio so that also explains why sonia was so unimpressed when i walked in with calyrax yeah like i was like bitch i solved it for you and she didn't respond and so that explains it i guess yeah so i like the idea of like finding clues for legendary pokemon and like trying to piece together where they would be just the it just has to be through like throughout a game instead of like oh here's this small little like crown tundra isn't that small but it's not big also, uh, I did like how they put more footprints in than there were than like you needed, so you don't have to like search the ground in the. I I found two percent so far. I didn't search for uh, footprints today since I was on such a time crunch while I played, yeah. but may, maybe because I really do like the um the fighting one. Um, uh, is it fighting ground? I like the bowl looking one. Oh, uh, that is rock ground or rock fighting. Sorry. Is it rock fighting? Yeah. I think he's uh, my Yeah, he, I think he's my favorite of them. And I distinctly remember when seeing artwork of him uh, when black and white came out and I was determined to have it on my team and I didn't realize he was a legendary. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... The the rock one. So those actually find the footprints. She'll be like, hey. yeah, uh, but she'll tell you like, oh, you can. Uh, we have enough data of where this will be. You can find it in this uh, wild area location, and then you can save beforehand, and then be able to uh, catch it. Cool. Gotcha. So I think the only other major DLC part is the Dynamax adventures what do you all how much of those have you all done and what do you think about them i have done exactly one of them i so have, have i steven hold on before carl gets in what was your one that you caught i don't remember you don't remember which legendary you caught off that mm, no i don't remember are you serious carl did he say in the group me no, he no, did not. I, I don't remember. Was it one of the legendary dogs? I want to say it was blue. So mine probably Sweetkin. Mine was no, Sweetkin. It wasn't uh, What the fuck was my legendary? I really, I truly have no recollection at all. Are, and are I, you okay, Steven, Are you better. living in Memento? I've been better. Oh, she, yeah. Like where the? I was wondering where all these fucking tattoos come came from. <laughs> Steven looks at arm hit record on podcast what 
<laughs> Hit spacebar. <laughs> Wait, no. R is record spacebar is top. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember who my legendary was. Uh, oh, that stresses me out that you don't know this. You I mean, didn't one of them. Do you want me to go I, get I'm my... Not... I'll go get... You guys talk. I'll go get my no. uh, Switch. I'll go get my Switch. Now it's just the two of us. I I don't know. Ew, I don't like that the fair... I don't like this list of oh, legendaries. Really? That I haven't available. seen a list um, of them. I had to do three, but I also failed at, failed, uh, at the legendary twice. What do you mean you failed it? Like you didn't beat them? Yeah, uh, I can go over when after Steven tells us what he got. Well, I'm gonna use a second to get to it. Okay. Well, I just said I have done three raid battles because I didn't, I wasn't able to catch the legendary or anything. Because to get uh, to advance Calyrex's story with the carrot, you need eight uh, Dynamax ores or whatever. And you get one per uh, Pokemon you beat, and then like four for doing the legendary one. Wait, I've only done one of them, and I got the carrot. Yeah, you need eight Dynamax ores, and by and catching you can get it, that you off get, your fir- first one. Yeah, okay. as long as you catch, uh, as long as you make it through and beat and catch the legendary, you're fine. I didn't because my teammates sucked the first few two times. Well, that, right. that's. That's one thing I did appreciate is everyone working off the same pool of Pokemon. That way you're not screwed by a Magikarp or the Eevee or whatever the shitty. Oh, yeah. Like they had decent Pokemon, but there was one or two glass cannons that were one shot multiple times. And I was like, okay, cool. We're at the legendary and we have two Pokemon left. Oh, look, you got one shot again. Fuck. Interesting. Yeah. Steven, what'd you catch? Suicune. Okay, it was that, blue. That's that blue. The same as mine. Yeah, and, but when I said Suicune, you were like, no, it's not Suicune. D- shut up. <laughs> Good retort. Good retort. So, Carl, what, what were the three that you caught? Uh, I only caught one. What I were got the to... three you faced, and which one was the one you caught? Uh, I caught Suicune. So, I it went Suicune, then Entei, then Suicune. Interesting. I wonder if they're rotating. Hi. Yeah. Uh, you can, if you fail one, you can actually try it again. Like, they'll be like, oh, you didn't make it. Do you want to try again for the same Pokemon? Hmm. I, I'm bummed that you're not actually walking between encounters. Like, that it's just an overworld map. Yep. Very disappointing. I do appreciate very, very, that. Very disappointing. I do appreciate that none no of shields. the ones leading up to the le- legendary yeah. or the legendary have shields. Yeah, yeah, it does that make is, it way better. Yeah, it's so better. it's more streamlined. The one streamlining I didn't like is they give you a time limit to choose a Pokemon or choose like which way to go. I I kind of like that. I am I, a little bummed that you don't get a pick. You don't get to keep all the ones that you got along the way. Um, what what if that. one of them was Sean? What what if one of them was shiny? Well, you're saying what if two of them were shiny? Okay. What if? Yeah, I guess. Be- because you get to pick from any of the four, and you're not using your. Po- I actually like it, and I, 
I should play more of it because I approve of a number of the decisions they made. I kind of like that you're not actually playing with your Pokemon. I, I do like that. Because um, you're I not really going like... to see the same Pokemon in rotation if you play online. Yeah. Like, you're not going to see a bunch of the Sword and Shield dogs or the same five competitively superior Pokemon over and over again. Right. Um, I like that there's no shields, obviously. I don't like that you can't walk by yourself. I think that's stupid. Yeah, even um, if it was, I'll get I over mean, that though. Even if it was thirty feet of just walking, yeah. and if the three of us and one of the other guys were playing together, it'd be fun to see all of our outfits and stuff. And right. I think I might get over it though. Oh my gosh, falling asleep. It is um, eight eleven on a Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> if indeed. Um, what was I saying? Uh, you'll get over the overworld. Yeah, I'll get over the overworld because there are some interactions throughout there um, that I thought were fine. Like um, when you choose a path with someone um, in the way, they will offer like a Pokemon that you can substitute with. And I got really mad when I said yes, and then they didn't confirm what the Pokemon was, but then I sent that to the group me, and I think, Kenny, you were the one that responded with, yeah, it's like a gamble. And then I was like, oh, okay, yeah, it's a gamble. Like, this is, it's a a four-round game that also, like, kind of involves chance, and I think it's, I think it's, I think it's well put together. Um yeah, in I terms also, of removing like meta gaming, um, and entering some chance into it, there is also like some meta gaming if you're actually able to get a group together and be like, okay, uh, Kenny, your Pokemon sucks. You catch this one and use this one, or right? Like, yeah, because you can you can you can pick your own starting Pokemon. Yeah, you can pick your starting Pokemon from okay. three, and then you can either catch the Pokemon and add it to your team. Oh, or... yeah, it's the three at the beginning. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but if I have first pick, the one I pick gets taken out of rotation and replaced with another one, and then the next person has the pick of those three, right? Yeah. Oh, it does? Okay, so yeah. you're not individually given Pokemon? No. I, I do it, I one. do genuinely enjoy that aspect of it. Um one of the generations four or five, I think, had a similar um battle mode. Yeah, because like that. if 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 you examine it from like a replayability standpoint, it's it's better than anything else in the sword and shield um ecosphere. And if a Pokemon that I haven't used before, but I've always wanted to use pops up. I'm going to use it. Or if something that I never would have used, but it's the best type advantage for what I'm planning on doing pops up, might use it, might spin me off onto wanting to use it in a real playthrough. Yeah. Yeah. That, that part of it. I like just like how our egg runs make us fall in love with Pokemon that we would have never considered before. Same kind of concept. Even I like I that. Finished my egg run. I can't believe you. My 3DS is underneath my nightstand, gathering dust and dog hair. Uh, but I haven't been meaning to pick it up. <laughs> it's just like covered in dust right now. 
<laughs> not that we need to wrap this up right now by any means whatsoever, but gentlemen, congrats. We don't have to play a game today because we're at two hours. Are we at two hours? Yeah. Almost. We're in an close. hour and a half. With two hours at, of video. There was a half hour of talking uh, before we started. Yeah, but we should probably call it wraps on uh, DLC talk and move on to uh, a game. Do we have any final comments? I, I would like one last. What is your favorite new Pokemon introduced in either of the DLCs? So this is the two new Reggies, the new legendaries, the new birds, Ursifu, Slowbro, Slowking. I don't think I'm leaving out anything. I would have to say the ghost seed, personally. The ghost horse is your favorite? Yeah. It could be because I was like in the middle of... Uh, like all the IMAXing. Sorry. Oh well, yes. Uh, like spooky month, and I was like, okay, this Pokemon is real, can be real spooky, and all that stuff. But that's fair. Uh, are we including uh, G Max, Venusaur, and Blastoise? No. No. Okay. I didn't even know they were here, but this uh, Polygon article had them. Uh, I did they not announce those, or did I miss the announcement? You missed it. Yeah. They... Um. God, I don't fucking know. Uh, I think. I think Calyrex. Really? I don't. Just know. on its own. Yeah, I don't know. You don't like any of the birds more than that. Maybe I like Articuno more. I'm gonna, and, I'm gonna, fuck, I don't know, man. Right now, I'm trying to decide between Slowbro, Galarian Zapdos, and Urshifu. But I think I'm going to have to go Urshifu. I really like it. Because he kicks ass, but also looks like he'd give good hugs. <laughs> I mean, I he love Ursa. He looks like he would give good Joe Beetle hugs. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Beetle is... That, not that that means anything to our listeners, but our good buddy from high school gives great hugs. I don't know if I've ever received a hug from... Um, I may have not fully uh, processed that you were ex- uh, including all of the DLC. Well, that's why I said out of um, all the DLC Pokemon. Yeah, well, shut up. Um... I want to go to bed. Um, I'd probably go Urshifu. I love Urshifu. And did you do you did Water Dark, didn't you? Uh, e- yes. Okay. Wait, no. Wa- yes, I don't. The wa- water fighting one was tempting for me, but party worked out better with fighting dark. Is there yep. any other than? Other than their stance, is there any visual difference? They're, because I they're can't Giga remember. Their Gigamax is different, but I as can't far remember as which one I have, their the way that their hair slash headband is done and their stance is the only difference, other okay. than mechanical. I think I went single strike, which is dark fighting. 
Yeah. I, okay. I think you did too. I right. think Carl went water and then I haven't done it yet though. I I plan on doing water, but fair enough. Uh I will say the DLC makes me hopeful that the next Pokemon game includes some of these in the base game, like oh, uh, finding uh, like the legendary Pokemon finds or collecting evidence or something like that. So I would love if a Pokemon main sto- main core game had a faction kind of deal, like like side quests like this, much like a Skyrim or a Fallout would. Where yeah. you have the main story, but if you also want to do this team rocket busting, you can do that. If you want to do this adventure for breeding, you can do that and stuff like that. I think that would be the bee's knees. So it's like I, I left because I thought Carl was going to say that the DLC makes him uh, feel like the next Pokemon game would be delivered completed. Um yeah, that's the thing where it's just like, are they going to do this again? Where it's like, here's an expansion. Now you oh, can I meant go that to the this. expansion. I really completely. I would love um, a Pokemon game that just made it seem like they were taking full advantage of the system that it was on and delivering a completed package that yep. was. I mean, well it's only the out. number one multimedia franchise in the entire world. It's not like we can expect compromises because. Of budgetary reasons. Um, yeah, but I mean, like, people had the same expectations for Star Wars and all of their shit. <laughs> cool. I'm glad you were on board with me there. I thought I was going to be in the minority. With what? That, oh, that. no. Fuck the new Star Wars. Dylan Hortwood, if you're Last listening, Jedi. I am I have sorry, not seen Last Jedi. but the franchise that you've sticked a lot of your life on is garbage. It's uh, at this point, it's creatively bankrupt. There's, uh, I mean, maybe The Mandalorian. I haven't actually watched all of it. Um, I've only seen the first episode. It looks you like know, it's better. I, I would like to rest. watch The Mandalorian. I've been kind of holding out on it. Um, and I think that the Star Wars universe has potential for good stories. I've listened to some RPGs, uh, tabletop RPG playing of it. Um, and like it seemed okay and fun. But it just doesn't interest me. It suffers from the problem of the expanded universe not making good film, and uh, the um, uh, the aspects of it that does make good film are less exciting than the expanded universe. The um, the universe and the setting are very interesting. The main storylines that they've chosen to go with just doesn't yeah. do it for me. Yeah. Well, since we've alienated at least a portion of our fan base. Hey, uh, that's what I'm here for. Wrap it up. <laughs> Are we, Are we done or do we want to play uh, Love It or Oh, my God. It? I just saw that uh, Mitch McConnell one, so I, I think I'm good without a game. <laughs> I'm fine with that. We've got plenty of time. Carl, are you fine with that? Yeah, I'm fine with that. Okay. Um, uh, thank I, I say you we for leave listening. that decision processing in the episode hey guys we're recording this on um hey no at the fucking beginning of the episode you told me not to date it yeah but i was just being funny hey folks we uh have kept pretty good energy because we've been ignoring the election results this whole time kenny made the mistake of checking twitter five minutes ago yeah 
stop pulling up your phone on uh, recordings god uh carl i pulled up another browser tab thank you very much <laughs> <laughs> all the difference in the world um yeah um thank you for everybody you for who listening. voted and thank participated in their society um, um but like thank you if you did vote a particular way there's less like you know you're not like if and feel free this isn't to do with voting um although i kind of echo that uh sentiment if uh you disagree with any of our takes on the dlc blow us up on social media i give you full permission i promise you i will see notifications and probably lol at them because your opinion is probably worse than mine <laughs> wait oh, so like are you gonna give out your like twitter handle or is this just at the pmr at the pmr Twi- is okay because my uh, people i my, may not have signed into the our, pmr uh, twitter the sh- in over like a year at this our point. social media interns will um forward it to my inbox yeah okay um yeah uh but i mean if you do want to tweet at us we are pmr podcast on twitter i am fairly certain twitter is uh, a defunct uh, adventure for us right now yeah it's it's my least favorite of the social medias so i don't worry about it um we are packet monster radio on instagram packet monster radio on uh facebook.com llc um is How it about LLC? You two? i don't know how <laughs> about you remember. two uh is any of this legal uh, how about the two of you uh, pitch your uh, Twitch channels if you're actively using them? Well, Carl. we actually created a Discord with stream announcements. Oh, shit. Yes. Um, we have a Discord now. Um, I will put the uh, subscription link in the description of uh this episode and i'll also probably post on social media about it um not everybody in the podcast is on it yet kenny kindemeyer um (laughs) but uh that will be like a place for us to uh inform you of us doing other things other than this podcast because and honestly where we're um, getting more sporadic with these uh episode releases i mean it would just be a fun way to engage with you all so absolutely that's that's my main thing is because I cannot guarantee how regularly long, our episodes will come out, but we will be in existence on uh, Discord. So, and I mean, it just won't. I mean, Discord will be a fun channel as long as it doesn't become Dylan Portwood bitching about how we trash Star Wars. Yeah, and well, I can provide I will be a lot taking, of evidence on how he's wrong. So, I will also be taking game recommendations on our Discord because I have trouble figuring out what game I want to play on. I, am Ooh, I, 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 am I have a recommendation for you, Carl. I, I have a recommendation real quick before we sign off. I hear Pokemon's pretty good game. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to be a Pokemon podcaster, but not a Pokemon streamer. <laughs> no, I'm, I'll probably play through a Pokemon game coming up soon. Play so. through? Man, that seems like a lot. Just like oh, yeah. play every now and then. I just want to be clear with all of these, like, you know, my girlfriend streaming, you streaming, potato chip streaming. I will watch your streams when I can. I will not watch all of your streams. I apologize. No, that's. I don't have that time in my life. And if the Ghostbusters have taught us anything is you do not cross streams. (laughs) 
This is Pocket Monster Radio. Good night. No. Was there a sexual innuendo in that line? No, I think it's about multiple men peeing into the same urinal. <laughs> or at least that's the context I use it in most often. <laughs> um, shoot, I don't remember where we were. Uh, uh, email us at uh, pocketmonsterradio at gmail.com. Um, leave a review, I guess. We got Oh, we got a new review. Um, asking for uh, Matt Hurd to come back. It was a four out of five star review, which I approve of because we're a four star podcast. I mean, we're like oh, slipping. At top, at top. We're slipping into three star range. Like, if um, we're not too careful, guys, <laughs> we're going to end up in solid, like, Thunderstone territory. <laughs> Did you check your. Was that a guess or do you know? What your ratings were? Oh, of course I know. <laughs> I don't believe you. What is a thunderstone? I don't know. I know it was lower than what I thought it would end up being. Okay, well, I'm gonna look this up, Stephen. If you were at the fucking studio, you would have this. I know. Right I would have it right I in front we... of me, but I know how to get to the goddamn photo pretty quickly. So you, you, the um, the next review we get is gonna say. Could wrap up your episodes quicker. Okay, so what do you what do you think a thunderstorm? The five out of ten. It is a five five out of ten. Okay, so that's um. I mean, that's a. So you were correct. That would be a two out of four. I'm pretty fucking good at this game. It is my own scale. Or sorry, no, it wouldn't be a two out of four. It'd be two and a half out of five. Carl, off the top of your head, what do you think an eight out of ten is? In on the stone scale. Is that a water stone? No, Waterstone is 10 out of 10. Yeah. Uh, dusk. Dusk is a Close. 7 out of 10. Close. Um, Don? Stay, stay. Carl, Don Stone is a 3 out of 10. Way off. I just need to make my own scale finally. I haven't finally, done Finally, yes, you do. All right. No, no Good more night. scales because I already have the image done and there's prints of it. Fuck that. Can we wrap this up, please? Yes, we can. Thank you for listening. Um, do I have a sign-off? What is the sign-off? Well, you were going I, through half of it already. It's fine. Which is great because <laughs> the game we ended up playing is how long till we sign off. <laughs> I just couldn't remember if I had a phrase to sign off. This is, uh, it's this only is been one this month. Is how did I look? radio. Hug your grandchildren. Good night. Hug your grandchildren. Kenny literally hung up the goddamn call. Yep. Okay, bye. Bye. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Pocket Monster Radio. Today's episode was recorded and edited at Woodchuck Studios in Cincinnati, Ohio. The theme song for today's episode is Pokemon Theme Remix by Tony Lays. Originally composed by Junaki Masuda. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Looks like Pocket Monster Radio's blasting off again. <laughs>